Hey friends, welcome back to Product Table podcast. If you are new here, my name is Elvis and I am product manager based in Latvia. And on this podcast, we explore ways on how to get into product management, discover strategies, techniques and tools that help us become a better product manager. I am inviting top class people behind incredible software and hardware products that solve our daily challenges to have meaningful talks. Hey everyone guys, so Product Breakfast Club is back on track and actually we have also some some new updates. So if you are not comfortable with Instagram Live, you can go to YouTube and, and check. So Roman, maybe you can tell us where, where can uh, yeah, people sure. find us. Uh, maybe we can even put here the link in the chat if need somebody needs that or you just check out linkedin of elvis or myself whomever you just go on my youtube roman pesca in youtube and you will see that i'm currently live and you can also join there if that's better for you if you're working whatever and you don't want to hold your phone um we are on both platforms available for you guys and yeah and hello and your... <laughs> sorry hello and welcome from my side as well yeah, happy to happy to see you actually uh, today. It's uh, it's amazing weather, not maybe so amazing in in Latvia. We we enjoyed a uh, long spring winter, but today in the morning I heard that there is uh, there is also like the snow in 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 Switzerland. So uh, most probably the the snow wave will come also to the Baltics uh, in in the end of the week. So yeah, but Roman, maybe uh, let's let's first of all introduce us who we are and why we are here, why we are doing this. So Roman. Who are you? Why you are here? <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Roman Peske and I'm an agile coach from south of Germany. So actually Bavaria, area Munich, even more south. And um, I met Elvis one and a half years ago, roughly. You checked out my podcast and anyhow, we got in contact together. And since that time, we call each ourselves like digital friends uh, as we didn't have the chance uh, because of COVID and so on to meet really yet. Um, but we thought about setting up any cool format together um, called the Product Breakfast Club, where we'll talk about what is going on in the world, what is going on in the agile and product world. So yeah, I'm happy to be here. And I think, and I think you yeah. forgot one important point. We will talk also about the sports, so how it's like connected, oh. how the life of the sports connected with the product world, right? Uh, I have yeah. a good, a good news on that from South Africa, but I, later I believe so. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> hi again, my my name is Elvis. So I am uh, both like project and product manager here here in based in Riga in Latvia, uh, helping startups, helping bigger companies to basically execute amazing products and ship to the end users and also passionate tennis player and uh, i believe the 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 co-creator of this product breakfast club which is uh, the new perspective to different different minds from different countries to give you the latest updates on the product world and also help you to tackle some some your uh, issues regarding the i don't know maybe starting startup or uh, just you do not understand what to do in your product next uh, and so yeah we are here basically for you to help you to to grow and uh, in terms of the product and the business so and we 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 hope to share amazing stories from uh from both of both of us so uh yeah i think on this note we can we can start with one amazing story which i think uh 
was was interesting because it it happened during the pandemic and during the all the lockdown so uh, my co-creator roman just went to south africa for a couple of weeks even i don't know maybe a month or so uh, disappeared yeah. just from from social media and uh, so roman it's it's your turn how you ended up the first place in south africa and what what you like what you did there and maybe yeah. you can tell us a little bit I will share in a second. Just one more um, hint for everybody. If you have any questions, if you want to know anything about product or whatever is going on, just drop us a comment either here in YouTube or on Instagram and we catch up the question and try to answer as soon as possible. Just that everybody knows this. Uh, South Africa. Oh, yeah. Um, that's actually, you know, I have to go big back in my history because I love South Africa and it has been a couple of times already I've been there and who knows me knows that I'm a windsurfer and I love windsurfing so obviously the first time I went to South Africa because of windsurfing um, and there are big waves there's good wind in, in our winter here in Europe it's summer there so it's, it's lovely um, but I realized quickly that South Africa is way more than just a good windsurfing destination it's, it's you know it's impressive um, if you look at South Africa itself the people the average of the people like the society um, is 27.4 years compared to germany it's 45 years so there's a huge population of young motivated people um, that want to achieve something and that really triggered me you know i, I fell in love with the country with the people um, and since that like years uh, ago i just travel every year around winter time to south africa obviously for one thing to get myself a bit relaxed from daily business. Um, that's just, you know, my, my vacation. Um, windsurfing, obviously, uh, but also starting up business down there. So uh, last year um, I had a talk at the Scrum Master Group of South Africa uh, this year, and I worked over a year for that, that it, it happens. Um, I had a um, lecture at the University of Cape Town, which was very impressive. Um, there were like 85 students which are all working in, in companies already. So it's, it's pretty, pretty interesting. And, you know, they were so full of thoughts and questions and that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah. And now I'm back, even though pandemic, and I just saw that there came up a question. Probably we should uh, stop my yeah. talk because I can jump in later. So actually, yeah, yeah. So I will read the question uh, maybe from from Instagram, and if if there are questions from from YouTube, then we can also like answer those. Sure. So uh, this one is actually good, but um, yeah, we can we can give give some thoughts on this. How long does it take in in average to become a really professional PM like uh, NPO, and how long did it take for uh, you? So I think um, you know maybe we can share different perspectives, uh, especially. I think let's maybe start from Germany because uh, the pro like last episode we also spoke about like the the culture in in terms of the product that it's like different in Germany and you know the the excellence is is really high there so maybe mm. you can share what does it take in uh, in Germany to be because uh, I I have one one interesting thought on this and I want to also challenge you on this so. Um, to become you know in in germany you must at least have the master so you are like get getting like respect from the other people in the bigger organizations so maybe you can share us a little bit yeah. more sure um i want to break down three terms in your question uh, first means for me professional then second pm is product uh, manager and po is product owner and maybe just shortly comment on that um 
my question would be what means professional for you and you know in terms of agile for myself i would say um i'm never professional enough you know it's like that agile mindset of self-development also continuing and seeking for it because um the world is changing fast and you need to be open-minded um however um i think before you really get a good product manager you should start getting a good product owner because that's a stage before from my perspective um, a product manager is responsible for several products for a portfolio um, for a huge amount and has so many different facets in his daily business for example talking to marketing talking to finance um, law customer so it's a really really demanding job a product manager it's a lovely and very interesting job but it's very demanding whereas the product owner um, is called, you know, like the little brother of the product manager, maybe. Um, you're responsible for one product and you have to do what your product manager needs to do for one product at first. So it's really a nice step to grow into it. Um, but give yourself a bit of time, you know. Um, I just um, was teaching or coaching um, a woman at a big company of um, my customers. Um, and basically, we started two and a half years ago from kind of scratch, Scrum master. She was a scrum master um, and she developed a product owner role and product management. And now it's like the tipping point of the two and a half years where she feels interested enough and ready enough to start with the product management. Um, so I think, you know, that's that's just a matter of time. But looking at, you know, a bit more academia, definitely you should start um, bachelor master probably. Right. Um, but also I would like to encourage you if you feel for the topic if you burn for the topic and if you didn't start bachelor or master just get into it start youtube check out platforms do your certifications whatever it is you know often companies also look for people that are coming from the side in which are completely different that's just my own courage but you know take yourself between i would say two and a half to five years um where you really gather experience where you come into the topic um and be open-minded always that's i think that's one curious or one important thing uh, thing in product owner and product management thing that you're always you know not stopping learning because it's it's huge and vast and fast changing environment but Elvis, um looking back at you how is yeah. it you know, latvia is it completely different what would you say because you are actually in that role right so uh, you know yeah so yeah I, I know a bit but you know i would not call myself also like as, as you mentioned the professional yet because uh you know it, it always keeps going right uh what what i think is uh meant by the professional right it's it's sometimes i was i was wondering this weekend about um about the the thing that for example uh you have an amazing experience let's say you are in the role for three five years but in the end you did not ship any like good product to the i don't know customers you you failed something so actually i think that the also the the shipping uh, the shipping matters right because it it also gives you for example designers have the portfolio right they draw but uh, actually the the product manager or po portfolio is the product that is actually live right and this is um this is also an important point. So uh, this is another encourage. But 
I think, yeah, as Roman mentioned, uh, always try to excel and read and, and participate in even such discussions because here also our aim is to give you perspective from our worlds because we are from different uh, different countries. We have different clients. We have worked with different companies across, right? So, uh, and we, we, we somehow share our learnings together because they are also different. And maybe that particular learning will just uh, be, be amazing for you and you can already like after this me uh, call you can you can just uh, try to implement something yeah but uh, for example me personally i try to uh, read as much as possible i mean the the still the the books uh then watch some some youtube videos and actually one one amazing uh, uh person that i recently have uh, followed up is um lenny roshitsky who is actually one of the very 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 first early product managers in airbnb and he basically spent six years or seven years in in the leading positions and started his own newsletter so uh yes uh new newsletter is cost costing you something like it's 10 euros per month but the content i mean this is the perfect content that that i have never received in any boot camps and actually there is also the community like in slack Oh my gosh. I mean, it's, it's so easy to communicate with the VP of uh, Vimeo, just writing, Hey, happy to see you here because the community is, uh, I mean, just two, two K yeah. people only. And I mean, this will be growing. And another point, what, what maybe I will, I will uh, want to also uh, share with you is that Twitter is something also interesting that evolves in this product world because here in instagram i saw that it's like more you know the design portfolio the business uh, business thing marketing and not not for product management because there are uh, some like uh, um, not so much accounts related to product management if they are they they are related to you know just quotes just some some examples mm. right so i think uh, what we are also trying maybe with roman do is like to give this uh, new shape into instagram in terms of the agile in terms of the product uh, revealing some secrets revealing the case studies with real companies uh, and uh, what I found interesting that those micro interactions in, in product world happens really in Twitter because you can follow amazing, amazing people like Lenny or uh, there are there are other person yeah. from VP positions that just are texting. They want to hear the public opinion. And actually, I think this is the way how they are uh, also monetizing this, because if you have amazing user base in Twitter, actually, this is potential reader, right? The reader here in, in Instagram, you are the consumer of the content. You are not the reader, so it's like not even microblogging or something as a product, right? And uh, so Twitter actually gives you ability to monetize your your next next steps. Yeah. So I mean, I would like come. I would like to add one more thing you said before regarding that professional, um, and maybe that's a link back to South Africa because I did a lecture at the University of Cape Town, uh, as I said before, um, and. I did a lecture called Why Agile Alone Will Fail. Um, let's stop building feature factories and start creating value. Um, and, you know, the, the term professional maybe can be described with, at the end, the role of a good product owner or a good product manager um, is to create the best possible outcome, the best possible value for the customer, 
and for the business. Um, and that is a very, very demanding job um, for both sides. So um, feel free to check out that video as well or podcast episode on mine. Um, there are some tips and tricks. I interviewed recently Roman Pichler, who is another person I want to recommend. Um, he is obviously known by his canvases. Um, and I did a podcast episode with him a couple of weeks ago. And it was very interesting to see his perspective as he is I don't know, over 20 years in product management. And he also didn't stop learning yet, you know. But if you look at professional, then probably think about um, really the term of creating the most possible value for the business and the customer. There's another question. I'm going to read it out for us, Elvis. Yeah, um, sure. How long does it take an average? Oh, no, that's the same one. Sorry. Yeah. I uh, yeah. Actually, uh, like uh, Dennis asked, of course, every education is an advantage. But if we speak of necessity in job market, do you really need some courses, higher grade, etc.? Or all is about experience you have? Uh, you have mm -hmm. a gain. So, I mean, uh, again, let's let's talk on, on the different country perspective because I, I believe in Germany, it's uh, it's still the system that you need you need to have the, um, you know, at least bachelor or something because it's it's like educational-wise, it's really valuable. At, at least this is what, what I am hearing from, from people who are working there from, from you know, European yeah. countries. Um, maybe... Let's look at two different types of business. The bigger the business in Germany is, like, you know, concerns, you, you definitely need anything like bachelor master to get into, unfortunately. Um, I'm not a fan of that. You know, um, in our company, we had two intern um, which didn't uh, study at all. And they were amazing because they brought so much motivation, like, you know, internal motivation in that company, which was crazy, what was very interesting to see. Um, And I would also say that smaller companies like, you know, kind of startups or me medium sized ones, um, even in Germany, are slowly up um, and open minded to get people that are not that much educated. But unfortunately, yes, it is in, in some parts. Um, and here I just can encourage you, if you want to do something, why not thinking about starting for yourself something, you know? Um, I don't know if you're an entrepreneur, but for me, years back, it was the right decision to do that. Um, maybe that's also for your decision. If you don't find a position because of um, whatever master degree is needed and you don't have it, why not starting something by yourself? just as, you know, for thoughts. Um, I mean, the good point here also maybe, I think that, that always, like Elon Musk always, you know, uh, the saying, like, don't confuse schooling with education, you know, I didn't go to Harvard, exactly. but the people that work for me did, you know, and, and this, this again, uh, gives gives you some another essence of this. So if you excel, you, you have this passion, let's say, for product, and you know, like, you you are better even than, than any anybody else, because I think, in you know, the, the curricul curriculum and education gives us this uh, also so sense of community, you know, we, we meet new people, we might like need, need other, th uh, found out other things. And, and this is just, you know, the, how, how this is happening in the world. But yeah, I think if you are without even education and we see a lot of like really founders, the CEOs currently, uh, in the big, big tech companies, they actually like the same, you know, Zuckerberg or, or any other person, right? They, they acquired education maybe later, right? When, when they build something. Yeah. So it's, I mean, the, the life is just, uh, life is actually the learning. So you educate yourself by reading the post, especially during the pandemic, right? So, uh, we, we, we get so used to this offline studies, right? To going to university 
university to teaching uh, to learning something but now it's like most everything online and then you have like this perception okay so i can also watch the youtube videos i don't know i can um, uh, learn something from professors directly i can read the same curriculum because it's always available what what the what the guys will be teaching right so you can exactly. be a good good book reader it's a shout out yeah. for getting active it's just you know if you if you want to learn just start maybe just as a new topic um i have a nice example from south africa i want to share with you um, okay. i don't want to talk too much about COVID itself because we are all stacked up about that but just a cool example of innovation i really like um, we were obviously right now in, in uh, Cape Town and as uh, we entered um, a shopping mall with our car, um, there's that, you know, machine where you can get the car tickets out and everybody knows that you need to press button and stuff. Um, and what they did in, in South Africa within a sprint, like development sprint, um, they developed kind of a small add-on electronic which they plug on every machine in whole Cape Town and you just um, steer the whole thing with gestures. So if you want a ticket, you just wave in front. You don't need to touch wow. anything anymore. And then the ticket comes out. Also for paying, you insert a ticket and then instead of touching anything, you can talk to the machine and then say pay by card. And then you get a feedback and you just tap with your phone or whatever you have and it's paid. And that was for me such a perfect example for a quick agile adjustment on circumstances you know it's you know mm -hmm. it's, it's a tiny thing but at the end you have like i don't know thousands of those machines in whole cape town um which potentially you know are responsible for i don't know spreading virus also and i, I really like that innovation power um mm -hmm. and i just compare compared a bit in my head to latvia which is also you know always when we talk it's so innovative like those tiny things everywhere here and there and then i look back at germany and i'm like yeah okay still stuck in the 19th century maybe something is happening here soon i don't believe it sorry for yeah uh, don't get me wrong. but would you say latvia is innovative like you know you, you have a lot of power there right uh yeah i think uh yeah actually i wanted to mention also like lama is here and lama is uh am amazing person that that follows the startup startup ecosystem a lot and uh, he's also part of the one of the great like bigger organization textual and yesterday we had the amazing discussion with uh like you know the the startup dungeons how how they are called like the masters of startups in the baltics right so um uh, there were uh james right the the basically who is like CEO in um, in uh, Printify? Yeah, yeah, the dropshipping company that actually have amazing, I think, uh, also investors and the product product people uh, from different different parts of the world. And you know, they they were sharing that that we actually are, you know, in this sense, we are innovative, right? We have uh, mm -hmm. those smaller companies, the same like uh, I don't know. Let, let's mention the the same SonarWorks, right? The company that provides you better sound experience. In, in the end and uh, I think at some point maybe they they will be as a as a must app in in all the all the cars to, to make your uh, sound experience in your car if you have bang and headphones or you have Bose right so you you're experiencing the same like uh, but personalized right not mm -hmm. not the every car every car is like similar but you have the personalized experience in the sound then we have a I think that we are still the the top two 
few um, a country in the world in terms of the internet because it's really fast and many companies are spe- specifically relocating to this country because of that you know uh, and and this is good that that our our um, uh, you know providers are trying to put this innovation on and 5g of course mm. uh, collaborating with maybe sweden uh, norway finland on this matter and i think uh, of course we have those wi-fi wi-fi routers which is uh, worldwide known and and uh, us especially in us it's like uh, the company microtech so uh, yeah alama mentioned uh, giraffe 3 360 is uh, is a good example so if if i'm not mistaken they basically they are the camera that that like scans your your place and adjust it to, to basically your house to in in and helps in in construction maybe alama can can uh, ping us more but yeah so uh definitely if if you are like uh, anyone listening uh, approach lauma sila to uh, to get more about the startup environment in all the baltics because i think now what also estonians estonians are actually they have more unicorns in this essence because uh, mm-hmm. what what i found interesting ragnar yesterday said is that you know um we we had the, the skype history and we have amazing people there that just when when they sold Skype right to Microsoft, they were jumping to uh, to, to another startups and they helped to to build this product culture in those startups and and this is somehow they evolved and you know they build trust with investors they they provided amazing products to the whole world and and still they are you know located in uh, in uh, HQs in like Estonia right yeah. where most of companies what i heard yesterday is interesting the thought that it's it's most most on the investor side that uh, HQs are like you go with the London or like US because it like you know the brand name. So if you are like from Baltics, it's uh, it's who knows Latvia, right? For example, but but many people know still, and uh, they are bringing the HQs to, to more uh, bigger countries. Um, Maybe yeah, because we're just talking about countries, um, and you know you asked for good books before as well. Um, just who's interested? As I love Africa, apparently. And if you want to get known better to Africa, which actually from my perspective here in Europe, we completely underestimate, you know, it's it's not a third world country anymore at all, um, or the continent at least. And South Africa is so far up front in a lot of things, in a lot of things also very far back for sure. Um, but however, there's so much potential. It's a pretty good book. It's very interesting understanding how business could potentially work there. Um, and before I come to the point which somebody wrote here in the chat, Um, Maybe let me just quickly comment on that startup thing, Um, especially in in South Africa or, you know, in that area. Um, In in Cape Town, there are like two kind of startup hub areas. Um, One is around Waterfront, um, where it's really interesting to see there's a huge um, co-working space with a lot of startups around and the culture itself. it's, It's very impressive. You have underneath a shopping center and then above is that startup slash co-working center and you can walk through people working there it's it's a very interesting community um, and then there's a big area called century city um, where a lot of startups actually did it's the hub of cape town so for everybody who's interested in you know building up a relationship to to south africa like regarding coding whatever it sector it's really interesting because don't forget they're basically in the same time zone like we are it's just you know down the horizon um but at the end they're in the same time zone which makes stuff very easy for us as Mm -hmm. as europeans to work with them together 
just here as a comment for everybody. Yeah, I think I think this this might be valuable to to you know uh, Lama, for example, to investigate also South Africa. And actually, uh, I might co- connect you also with the Roman because Roman knows a lot about South uh, South African ecosystem at the moment. So I, I think well, are you are you planning to get the the citizenship there? Because I see your your regular <laughs> guest there. Um. Honestly, maybe I can share that here. I'm just starting to work with an architect. We're starting to build a house there, obviously, in, in Cape oh. Town. Yeah, um, that's that's the current plan. So if everything works out, uh, maybe next year around March, we, we might have something there. Um, and then I don't know what COVID brings, where we go, what happens. Um, but that's the current situation. I don't know how easy it is to get citizenship. Probably not that easy, um, but maybe in future it might be interesting. Uh, let's see. But if you have any questions regarding um, the other side of the world, feel free to come back to me. Yeah, yeah. So I think Roman will 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 explain you a lot of things, oh, yeah. especially so, yeah. about windsurfing. <laughs> <laughs> so Are there any uh, more questions? Uh, I think there was one comment so from uh, from uh, Evita that uh, I believe that one of the main factors is cheap labor in IT services. I mean, for for Latvia, foreign investment which accelerates uh, IT industry as a whole. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, this this is uh, this is also the thing. So um, let's let's go to to next topic actually. And I wanted to read some you know reflect on the latest news that uh, our partner not yet partner but the word she's providing in in the, in terms of the product but of course as we are in product breakfast club we need to take a cup of coffee or tea cheers <laughs> so yeah i will read basically the headlines that that we are actually approaching in in the verge for for the last couple of days and um i think what is interesting is um uber drivers in the uk will now get minimum wage paid vacation and a pension I mean, it's not just about the driving a car. It's about it's crazy, right? they are building, you know, the, they are building massive, uh, massive ecosystem. Like, it's like yeah. it's a complete new branch of business. It's like who expected that? And look how fast that accelerated, you know, like I don't know when Uber started, but basically not long ago. Um, and, you know, that's just fast, agile development. It's very interesting to see. It's very interesting. I, I would, I would actually see because I know that distribution, uh, distribution in UK in this particular like main 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 companies are, are working like still uh, Uber and Bolt, which is actually like Estonian startup, right? Uh, and uh, they are what what will be the next steps for them because they are also acquired a good portion of it. Um, yeah. Okay. Then uh, Wikipedia. Wow. Wikipedia will launch a paid service for big tech companies, and uh, it's it's interesting that Wikipedia started to monetize more, right? So they they will offer some solutions. It's, Didn't uh, they Wiki- say that it will always be shared knowledge for free? Wasn't it like the claim before? Uh, no, I think they, they what they are planning, they are actually creating like some sort of premium version of Wikipedia's APIs ah. where you will get the, all the information just to your... Uh, I, and and one, one good thought here is, uh, is actually, yeah, you know, the, the Wikipedia, at least from 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 educational point of view, it's still not the good source to to give the citations to, right? Because the people, people are like 
let's let's imagine we will have uh, at some point product breakfast club and we we can explore our, our history and you know somebody will join and say but actually you know roman is uh, is not not born in i don't know germany but in south <laughs> africa and then and then <laughs> I would know that though. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um then uh yeah, another another maybe interesting. I have, yeah. I have also one if I can share that. Sure. Uh, everybody knows Audi, it's German. I'm gonna translate it in a second. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. This is... And that's that's so crazy. They stopped building or not building but developing any new engines, like you know, classical engines with fuel. They just that that's product strategy that's you know product management at its uppest or uppest level that's very crazy and very interesting decision as a first german and you know germany is like automotive very famous for um car company they say okay our products will not develop anymore we just use what we have here regarding normal fuel engine it's connected to a new um, european regulation a regulation regarding that Euro 7 it's called and yeah. um, they, they just don't make it anymore you know it's it's too difficult and I think that's very interesting because if you zoom out a bit looking at product part again I think the the engine you know the, the classical engine as we know it is developed to its end you know you, you could squeeze out another one and a half or a half percent of better product maybe but it's already it's so close to the hundred percent of of being finalized perfect product itself that has to come any innovation now i don't know if it's electric car uh, audi decided for them it's the electric car you know so they say in five years we have 20 different electric cars um which is just it's it's crazy and very interesting decision i'm very curious how to see um our mercedes and bmw you know all the other car companies react to that now because that that's mm -hmm. product strategy um on a very large scale now Vielen Dank für die Antwort im Woraus. Oh, he speaks English, uh, German. I didn't German. know. That. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> he, he actually, he actually uh, like he worked a lot with with German companies, and it's it's interesting also in in terms of log logistics, and he knows a lot about the cars. So I think uh, this is uh, interesting also for for that person. Actually, one one another question that uh, again, Dennis Dennis uh, is really active today. So could you please share some top three books as well, some uh, top three apps on uh, like apps or YouTube, Spotify channels, podcasts that can really help in widening the knowledge in pm or just understand this field much better so roman let's let's share from you so top three apps uh top three apps well now you got me um calendar apple calendar um basecamp basecamp i can share basecamp is really i don't know if everybody knows that that's that's a tool like you know for team organization thought different it's interesting for everybody check it out basecamp is cool um and for me as i'm a frequent sixth user i love sixth and they have actually a pretty cool thing regarding mobility that's just a side effect but if you want to understand how product development is done well check out sixth sixth the car sharing company they they're really good especially now in the pandemic they set up a new thing called sixth ride um, where you can just you know rent your car um, for certain amount of time longer and it's kind of an abonnement where everything is included um, it's called six plus sorry not right anymore um, 
yeah, that's maybe apps wise. And for sure, like podcast, I have to recommend Elvis and my podcast. That has to be. Sorry for that. <laughs> um, and Roman Pickler's podcast, as I said, Roman mm -hmm. is very interesting. I would recommend that. Um, yeah. Um, and book, I have one book. If you didn't read that regarding product management, Marty Kagan, inspired. Inspired, um, yeah. Inspired. I would say that's that's a must read for, for everybody who's in the world of product management. Mm -hmm. Do you have any interesting apps as well? Or so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the, the first... Uh, I will start maybe with the podcast first. So yeah, for sure, my my po like Roman's podcast and my podcast. This is this is good learning point to start with. But another <laughs> another um, podcast that I'm listening in in, in daily basis and every single weekly episodes. There are two podcasts. One is uh, Intercom podcast. Right, Intercom is amazing no-code uh, solution and organization that is driving many companies just uh, out and scaling many startups and helping them to actually survive during during i don't know no code solutions and um, intercom podcast they they invite a lot of people from different companies not only intercom sharing the experience and another point is where what i found really fascinating is um, uh, design better podcast by envision envision is basically one of the also great greatest design companies uh, in the world that provide solutions for designers. And in Design Better podcast, actually, they are not speaking about design. They are speaking more about how you ended up being there in the first place in terms of the product, in terms of design, and also share the thoughts. Because uh, one of the latest episodes where... Um, like designs like specifically in terms of like netflix you know when uh, the netflix vp of design joined and they mm. shared the secrets how they are actually building this product culture inside what struggles they are having how they are organized the work during the pandemic and i feel this uh, this is amazing podcast to share from from that perspective uh, yeah right uh, so I think if you are starting product management or something, uh, Jira might be amazing tool to look to prioritize your work, to prioritize your tasks or just like daily things. And another app that I just recently got really stumbled uh, up is uh, called Tweak. It's basically also one of the uh, my known uh, people uh, created this and this is basically the to-do list but it, it shows you the calendar view right in, in web format mm. and also in the app and what what the main mission is there you can only have six to do per day because uh, this is new methodology that that uh, I found interesting and it's called Ivy Lee method and everyone who mm -hmm. are into to-dos you must definitely read the simple a uh, simple method how to execute your work and how you, how you prioritize your daily tasks. I think this this app is pretty good. And of course, Spotify, you know, music, music. We need uh, music because uh, if there is no music, I think we are always sad. So, yeah, I mean... Maybe, uh, maybe if there are not further questions, um, I jump into a new topic, if that's fine for you, Elvis. Yeah, um, I wanted to share actually one uh, one news that that brought me also interesting is and I sure. wanted to share. So um, basically, um, yeah, the Sony Game Studio just uh, weeks after leaving Stadia. So Stadia is something 
uh, again built on the Google first uh, right first party game studio that was uh, initially like also cloud gaming but what I'm hearing in the news that uh, that they are just like <laughs> not finding the product uh, product market fit for that product and this mm. this becomes uh, the nightmare for you know big companies and and yeah so um, and Google actually shut down already it's in-house development in uh, in in terms of stadia because uh, at some point why why I'm mentioning this you know I'm also like uh, currently building some some product for for Europe in terms of cloud gaming and uh, I just research a lot and I was thinking that Stadia will be something you know powerful but when knowing that they they have the problems in terms of the business strategy in terms of the product execution they have uh, another gaming experience problems and you you are questioning like okay but but the powerful guys like Google or Sony just uh, you know they they screw up this thing and they spend I know millions or billions to this and and now it's just it's inter interesting to see how much business and product strategy reflects to a successful business at the end, right? Technology is just one part, but if you don't know why and where you go, um, it, it might end up in a very bad state at the end. Um, yeah. Maybe two things from my side, just one more news, which is pretty interesting. It was a couple of weeks ago already, but Apple announced that they bring the chip development for kind of, you know, main chip development to Munich. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Um, that's a huge new center here in Munich coming up for Apple, um, which is a very bold decision. I don't know, you know, if we are known for good technology like IT in Germany, not, uh, but maybe so let's see, just uh, if anybody needs a job at Apple in Europe, you might have a chance right now. Feel free to get in contact hey, with Munich Roman, guys. Ro Roman, any plans that you, you are helping with agile strategy to, to the Apple? <laughs> sure, I'm going to go. No, honestly, I thought about that, but I have other plans first. We are quite, quite filled up right now. But maybe let's share like a real life example sure. regarding agile product development. Um, in our company, Connectilo, where we're developing an um, yeah, and tool to get easy data from machines. Um, we're currently in a sprint with a customer. So we, we have our product, we you know sold it to the customer as he subscribed to it. And on top, he ordered kind of a project um, where he wants special GUI design to display data proper, just as a simple, simple understanding. Um, and the sprint is four weeks. Um, and we did initially a setup workshop with the customer, everything all was clear. We broke it down into epics and so on and so on. And after two weeks, um, the, the real world happened. And that's just a very pragmatic example um, of a job for product owner slash product manager, because what the customer said at the beginning um, for one feature, um, that it's just a couple of things which need to be done. Um, at the end, we figured out that it's an Excel sheet with eight and a half thousand messages we need wow. to go through and include now. Okay. So, you know, it's like from a tiny bug blown up to an elephant. What are you going to do now as a product owner? You know, it's, it's a hard thing. It's a new customer. You don't want to lose the customer now, obviously. So, you know, you want to finish the sprint um, and make the customer happy. But on the other side, you have fixed time slot because in Agile we say a sprint is a fixed time slot and we have a fixed budget. So the only thing where, you know, where we can control is the scope. And now the scope got blown up. 
Um, mm -hmm. So what we did yesterday is talk to the customer and, you know, looked in each other's eyes and try to find a compromise solution to break it down and to say, yeah, we're coming, you know, towards you and say this part we can do, the other part not. But that's exactly coming back to the initial question, professional product owner slash product manager. That's exactly the job here to go into it, to have those discussions, which are, which are tiring, which are often also kind of a bit scary with the customer because you don't know what and how he reacts, you know, and you have to say no to protect your team. On the other hand, you want it as a product owner. So that's just a real life example um, where I just really felt the pain of product ownership. Just, you know, for everybody to understand that um, they're, they're not perfect 100% solutions for every case in that role. It's, it's a lot about communication. Uh, I have actually comment on this. I think uh, what I recently also found found interesting that maybe the world where we are actually living is uh, not more about the fixed scope at all because, uh, you know, fixed scope is something that you like you start with the a right you you know how it should be exactly. right and you you are like the same waterfall principle right it's it's even called a fixed scope we call it like a waterfall uh, you have a you have all the requirements from client or at least thoughts because you know the they they see that maybe this this will be needed and then the b happens you implement everything and they found something that actually this is not like the business case here you know and then you know i think uh in nowadays especially during during the lockdown and pandemic we are like also seen from my side that fixed scope is not something that working i think uh, it's it's you should start negotiate with clients more on the on the called agile agreements like at least yeah. we call it uh, in lane latvia that you have uh, basically we implement based on what what is changing and we are actually getting paid for that because otherwise i i do not believe like any 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 projects uh, could really sustain this budget level because if no. you want to deliver in the first place good product and especially you mentioned right you have amazing customer for example that you want to build long-lasting relations okay sometimes during the fixed scope you will just try to you know set back and say okay we will do it it's on our end because you see that there is a perspective uh, in the future but uh, otherwise i'm just like really i just gathering also from 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 different field experts this opinion how does it working for them because uh, to be honest i think this is like a fixed scope a world is going down in in terms of the innovations totally agreed um and there's even a term for that you you probably know it as well it's called vuca like the, the world we're living is, is so volatile uncertain um so fast changing um that we can't plan everything up front and i think that's often a problem still in companies you know uh, especially if you look at the purchase department they want their offer where it's a fixed scope what they can budget and what they can calculate but it's changing because you don't know it you just don't know it and even after two weeks you see in our example before um you, you couldn't even look two weeks up front and then stuff changed completely and and that's where you know where agility has its power to to adapt here um and to get into it no, that's mm. a great comment. Thanks, Elvis. Yeah. Are there yeah, any I mean, questions from everybody? Doesn't look like right now. At least uh, I remember it. Wow. Any nice topic to end today's product breakfast club with? Do you have something in your mind what you want to share with us, Elvis? I think uh, maybe. Uh, 
you know the the thing that i will share for sure so we will try to gather all the resources that we were saying you today because it's still like the the video will be available so you can watch it but i will also provide the basically in the story formats uh, and we will share with you that some some maybe our recommendations with what you asked us uh, before right and um, and actually i think one question again uh, Dennis asked is about maybe you know some free ebook platforms where you can can download or use some nice ebook materials. Uh, Roman, are you using ebooks in the first place or you are the hard copy person? I'm the no. paperback person. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't, I, it's like I love writing on my iPad, but ebooks anyhow don't work for me. It's um, That's why I'm very bad in recommending anything here. Uh, I bought some ebooks in uh, Apple Books, it's called, um, mm -hmm. but no free platforms. I have, sorry, not from my side. Piracy, piracy and stuff is, is prohibited. So, um, yeah. <laughs> actually, one thought that that our our posting also that I remembered is about the the experience of the clubhouse. Still, you know, it had been a month and already two months that we joined together uh, the clubhouse. So maybe let's let's share some some thoughts and where you see this product uh, are going because i also like have some another product announcement that i posted the uh, two days ago that actually they they are seeing that uh, they're giving new perspectives to new talents in clubhouse platform mm -hmm. so roman maybe you can start um honestly looking at um clubhouse i just joined two more clubs if you say that um and I, I don't know why it is for me not that nice it's just you know it's it's very you you have to be very focused and i just like listening to podcasts more anyhow it's for me more feasible and it does does fit better um so the the part is for me clubhouse doesn't work yet Maybe it's going to change a bit in future. Uh, maybe Clubhouse has to find a direction. I think the format, the idea of the format is very, very interesting. And I could imagine it as a very good tool for companies as blended learning tool or so. Um, I'm, I'm curious where it develops. For me, I just decided to once in a while jump into it and look at it. Um, but I'm, I'm not an active listener right now. It's just overwhelming. It's so much content. It's so much content. I don't know how it works for you. Do you enjoy it? Uh, you see, at, at the first place, uh, when actually we were also creating the rooms, I found some some interesting thoughts. But then, you no, know, I am the podcast person because I'm recording the podcast by myself. I'm listening to podcasts, so I, I think what what I was uh, also willing to understand if there will be the content in the first place, right? So, for example, our yeah. our talk also is some somehow structured that we can publish on YouTube because, like, we we touch upon, we have some clear agenda, and we can you know uh, improvise at some places. Um, I, I started to create this uh, Sunday, uh, like sat Saturday, Saturday night product club here locally to speak about. Uh, in the first wave, there was a lot of active participants, and um, maybe I, I still feel that this is not the platform where actually me as a I don't know pod podcast person wants to acquire users because I, I you know the those who listen podcasts they are I think amazing uh, people and even if you are not listening now you should start listening because it's another format and the, the the guys who are actually producing the podcast they are thinking about you know not the quantity but they are thinking in quality terms and um <clears throat> 
what I found out is that my my habit actually, you know, I do not receive any notifications uh, for 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 any apps, uh, and I was not receiving for Clubhouse. So I think maybe I joined some some talks once once a week because mm-hmm. I found it really, you know, not not for me. I, I see a lot of marketing thoughts, but actually one 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 thing that I really recommend is to join massive uh, product. Uh, talks where where there are amazing people and actually i that's that's how i generated uh, upcoming like three to four guests to my podcast from uh, google let's say uh, machine learning uh, team lead or something right and because what i did is actually i i was brave to ask the question that my product actually is like suffering and in, it, this is the the case of like monthly subscriptions or something right mm-hmm. and there were the guys from T-Mobile, from Facebook, from Instagram, from uh, Google, right? The, in top positions. And you know, I was on the same page because I, I, I had this chance to ask the question and actually uh, they they helped me to to clear my thoughts on, on this point and I started to dig dig more and uh, this is good feedback also. So, but yeah, but yeah on, on the on the groups where where maybe people are talking about uh, I don't know marketing or, or something else, uh, I'm not joining. You know, so and especially uh, what what is interesting in Latvia we have even uh, the clubhouse uh, like club name called uh, like clubhouse tinder meaning that they the people are actually communicating not by seeing the picture but they are communicating by by like the voice so i'm i'm like searching for men like 32 or something right and <laughs> the, the girl is saying and then and, and and you know the guys are making fun and they have i think uh on weekly basis they have 200 um, like members joining and it's like one of wow. the trendy rooms uh, yeah, at least in latvia so this is i mean interesting you know different platforms but uh, another news, what I wanted to share is actually regarding that the the Clubhouse announced just like a program to to those like influencers or how we call like the marketers or whatever, uh, the special Clubhouse program where they will try to promote those people right so the because i think in the first place the the clubhouse is something like to to gain you know this popularity as a, as an influencer or just you know made new contacts and nothing more yeah agreed no i think we're gonna observe it for the next time and see where the journey goes and actually maybe also question to to yeah sorry for interrupting uh, yeah, lo- every you go on, Evas. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Lama. We're asking about the the cloud-based question uh, that that she sent us uh, last time. Yeah, actually, so we we are remembering all the questions, and uh, with Roman, we actually uh, agreed that this will be the question for for the next uh, next uh, meeting, because like uh, session, because this question evolved. Like we need some 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 investigation also did on our end because we are still using a lot of you know cloud products, but uh, to give you more broader perspective on this we will uh, make make it happen sure we do not forget about the questions we just discussed it before this live um <laughs> decided to bring it as a topic into the next product breakfast club so um join us then and we don't forget the question thank you anyways um and another just shout out from my side um who no we are not twins <laughs> good comment i love it i thought the same when we went live no we are not and, and and especially last time when we had both uh you know at least this time okay, you have uh, black shirts yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and the same amount of beard and the same like yeah. glasses and yeah. the airpods so and no we are not twins maybe 
maybe. No. We are we are digital um, friends. The digital twins. We are digital friends. That's true. So everybody, maybe question to everybody who wants to join in future. Um, we would be very open for feedback, like from your side, if you have anything. Like, does the time slot fit you? Um, do you want to change the day or whatever? You know, we just started with trial and error. So um, if you have any feedback, feel free to to say whatever you want. If you need topics or so, feel free to text us on Instagram, uh, whatever platform. Um, so yeah, that's it actually from my side and I think we will be back soon. Definitely. Um, yeah. uh, to, to have the next product breakfast club. I like the format and I think, um, a lot of people joined today as well and liked it. So thank you from my side, Elvis, for the time, for everybody who joined and feel free to ask any questions, whatever is needed to text us. Yeah, so maybe those people who just like joined or did not watch the first first beginning, we also published, uh, we, we have a live stream on YouTube, which is available on uh, Roman Pasquier, uh channel, also on YouTube, so you can recheck it you can you can uh, make it and also we will put basically the the all materials that we have maybe we thought uh, in also in the link in that youtube yeah. channel and also post as a stories so uh yeah i mean we are open to new suggestions because we see that uh, some you know 10 10 15 people uh joining on on this product breakfast club we have different time zones but if you want also product evening club actually we can we can make it because our mission is to help you uh be uh, amazing in terms of the product uh, to scale your startup and just give different perspective on on the latest news and how do we reflect on our experiences because roman is uh, from germany and also traveled a lot and uh, to south africa just recently came back and um yeah, and me, I am still still in Latvia, still still uh, still thinking on on uh, on bright future. But I think one important joke to end is actually at least <laughs> what I what I heard uh, and what I see in the media. You know that there is a vaccine called AstraZeneca, which is like now now being like banned by 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 some some, some government, not banned, but they they are just like replacing and i was i was thinking yeah stopped yeah i was thinking it as you know you have a production uh error somewhere and you need to hotfix for that so you you are like uh, rolling back every changes and just agreed i have i have one more joke to add on top here in germany there you know those vaccine centers and um they obviously had to cancel a lot of appointments because of stopping of AstraZeneca and unfortunately um, digitization isn't that fast yet here in Germany so what happened is they sent out an email to everybody um, who was registered for the next couple of weeks in total 1500 people um, and they did it by sending it out everybody in CC so on copy so everybody could see the email <laughs> of everybody uh, so yeah welcome to data protection and everything good that we have such a good data protection law I, no, I think that person who did that but uh, that was that was pretty interesting to see i just saw it yesterday on linkedin and i was like yeah sorry for that guy but on the other hand no we are in the 21st century um maybe uh, rethink sending emails yeah, yeah. The, the 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 eu gdpr is like everything everything is powerful everything everything <laughs> ending so, up yeah. with that thank you very much for joining it was lovely have a great day and nice rest of the week elvis we see each other See each other. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye.